It's time to end the cycles of trauma, drama, and abuse. Welcome to our podcast, Common Sense Conversations. I'm Jackie Dona. I'm Danielle. I'm Joy. I'm Lorraine London Polite, and our vision is to see communities that practice a higher standard of care for themselves and for others. Through our discussions, we hope to provide opportunities to acknowledge the hurt, pain, and dysfunction we have all experienced, then take steps towards living a healthier lifestyle. Join us weekly for practical discussions as we expand on the conversations we have on our YouTube channel, also called Common Sense Conversations. These conversations cause us to challenge our current realities, but we recognize that in order to grow, we have to be willing to take a different path. Are you ready? Let's start right now. Welcome back, ladies. I am excited to be having this conversation. So we are about to have an extended conversation on the topic of dysfunctional boundaries in the context of romantic relationships. So this is a conversation that we had on our YouTube episode. So if you are listening right now and you have not yet seen that, you can pause it right here, head over to our YouTube channel. You can just type in Common Sense Conversations and you can find us right there. Check out the episode and then come back and finish this episode here. So we had a pretty in-depth and I would say a little intense at times, at least when I rewatched it, I was like, wow, we shared some pretty deep things. Um, some of them were, were traumatic. Some of them definitely, yeah, it was just intense. Um, but it was centering around romantic relationships and this idea of dysfunctional boundaries within romantic relationships. So these are boundaries that are set up that are not working. They're not healthy. They're not, they're not good. They're not fruitful for any party involved. And they just cause some really dysfunctional things to happen, hence dysfunctional boundaries. So I want us to talk today a little bit um, in the conversation in the YouTube video, we talked a little bit about the idea of dysfunctional boundaries and where it comes from, but I kind of want us to just dig a little bit deeper into that concept and talk about where do we think this concept comes from because it seems to be pretty popularized like this is like a norm almost in many circles and in many spaces I know in my previous romantic relationships this was definitely a concept you know the things that happen within our relationship we don't talk about outside of our relationship it's very taboo and so yeah this is something that's very common but it's not common sense or it shouldn't be common sense. So I want us to just spend a few minutes talking about like, where do we think this idea of keeping to yourself within a romantic relationship and isolating and not sharing what's really going on in your romantic relationship? Like, where do we think that that comes from? Church. I'm kidding. (laughs) Although I have heard that a lot in Christian settings, you know, like, uh, especially when people are talking about like within the context of marriage, you know, like you work things out between you and your spouse. 
And I've heard uh, the reasoning that I've heard often is because you don't want to be able to like work things out with your spouse and then you've shared it with other people and now they can't get past whatever you've shared with them, but you're able to move on. And now people have like, you know, all these negative feelings about your spouse because of things that you've shared. Um, And I think that's dysfunctional because number one, it's not your responsibility to like, control how other people feel about your spouse you know like you choosing not to share something to protect someone's image is not your responsibility you know and number two I I just think like that doesn't really leave much room for accountability if it's just you and one other person who are aware of things um you know Granted that I don't necessarily think that means like you need to share every single thing that happens in your relationship with other people. But I think, you know, I think it's reasonable to have trusted people that you confide in and that your partner knows that you confide in so that there can be more accountability because without that, it can get very much, you know, my word against yours. And a lot of the time that's just a really hard and dysfunctional space to be in. I was just going to say quickly, I love the point that you brought up, Joy, about the fact that it's not our job to uphold somebody's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What was the word you said? Image. Image. It's not our job to uphold somebody's image, especially in a romantic relationship. Like, we feel that pressure to do that. So I think that's a, a major reason why we don't talk about the things that are going on in a relationship. So yeah, I just wanted to say, I think that that's a huge part. Yeah, I was um, talking to a family and marriage therapist um, a few days ago or yesterday, I can't remember. And she and her husband, who have been married for 36 years and have gone through their share of stuff, were talking about how, not authenticity, but disclosure and transparency to people is actually a sign of healing. Is actually a sign that you are whole because you are not dealing in shame or guilt or pride or arrogance, but you can speak truth about your life and your dynamics and your relationships and the inner workings and the outer workings of them. And she said that is actually what a whole healthy person is supposed to do. And when she said that, I thought, oh my goodness, that's really the the where the brokenness comes in is yes it comes from a patriarchal society yes they manipulated it so that they can keep things hush hush right if god wouldn't have asked adam well where is you know like why did you take the you know why did you take a bite you know he would have probably never said like he would have probably never taken responsibility ever like he would have just kept going you know i just feel like they would have Adam and Eve would have pretended like nothing happened if God never said, hey, why are you hiding? They would have been like, oh, we just like eating in the corner somewhere instead of just telling the truth, you know? And I feel like it's because of shame. It's because of guilt. It's because we run away from the truth. And the truth is that sometimes we sometimes we are bad people. Sometimes we act inappropriately. Sometimes our habits are deplorable, you know, um, and 
and because of those human dynamics because we're unwilling to be mirrors for each other and to be uh honest with ourselves we have established as a human as humanity as a society that keeping things to ourselves is the healthiest way keeping things in relationship is the healthiest way i really think that that's really the foundation we are so good at creating dysfunctional ways of to uh, dysfunctional norms and calling them the norm you know who you know we're so good at that um when all it is is no Mm -hmm. we're hiding away that is so good like this concept of it being transparency being a sign of healing um one of the things i thought about i guess in terms of why dysfunctional boundaries even exist or where they come from is I know at least in the times where I was in a relationship, sometimes I didn't want to share those things um, because of the fact that I felt dumb for allowing them to happen. So not sharing out of a place of insecurity or not sharing because of um, feeling as if I can fix it so then it doesn't need to be something that's shared. Uh, so definitely kind of a, a guilt, a feeling, feeling dumb, feeling uh, worried about the fact that how could I let this happen in my relationship when I've worked so hard um, to be this healthy person and then this, this mess is happening in a relationship that I'm part of, you know, so... Um, I think that's probably one of the primary reasons, at least in my experience, why uh, dysfunctional boundaries happen for so long is I just don't share things until after the relationship is over. Because while in the midst of it, I felt so uh, ridiculous that it was even happening. Oh, man, Danny's so good. Because I think I think one of the things I could add from my own experience is I if I share, then I can never fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, the lie is if I share, if I share the truth, then, oh, and I think someone actually told me that. I think, I think there was a, a family friend who gave me the advice that I have to be sure I, I cannot do anything that will will incre- will lessen the possibility of me working this out or will increase the possibility that he won't want to work it out. So if the person doesn't want anything out about him, then me sharing anything means that I won't be able to work it out, although I want to work it out. Although I, I genuinely want this relationship to work, but... If the advice is true, then that means I shouldn't share anything, you know, and that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's that idea of like once it's out in the open, it makes it quote unquote real. And if it's real, then that means that you can't fix it, like you're saying, which is crazy to think about. 
Like that's that's literally rooted in dysfunction. Yeah, and it's such lies. It doesn't make any sense. That's literally like telling us in school, if we speak out about the things we don't know, then we'll never learn them. Wait, that's the opposite. That's the opposite. Am I lying? That would, That's ridiculous. Like, no. It don't make no sense. There's no logic. No logic. You know, never speak out about anything that you, you don't know. Like, you can't tell the teacher you don't know. You can't it up because then that'll make it impossible. Well, no. No way. If that is not true, then this can't be true. You know? I don't know. Yeah. And it's also rooted in what Joy was saying. Like you're trying to, or that whole concept is still trying to cover for someone else. It's trying to save the image of someone else because if it gets out, then you can't fix it because so-and-so is not going to want to fix it anymore because now everybody knows the business, which terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, Also, Danny, what you were saying about, the idea of looking stupid or looking ridiculous like I resonate with that so deeply I think oftentimes we say like I remember when I was younger I would always say like I would never be in a relationship with someone and allow them to do da 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 I would never you know do this so and so and so and then same here okay and then lo and behold fast forward a few years here is jackie yep. in a relationship and so and so is doing da 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 and who's still here yep me <laughs> absolutely <laughs> me i'm still in the relationship yep okay so that is such a huge part of it it's the idea of feeling shame for you know, first of all, behaviors that you didn't even do. Hello. A lot of times. I didn't do it. I wasn't the one. Who- had none. Nothing to do with me. Okay. Nothing to do with me. I'm innocent. Okay. Period. But yeah, like that really spoke to my whole soul. And it's an absolute lie. Absolute lie. Like, yeah. I just wanted to, to affirm that point because that's me. I got my hand raised. Um, so now I'm thinking there, there has to be some kind of a balance that we find because we talked about it in the video and Joy mentioned it just a a few minutes ago. We don't want to go around telling everybody everything because that's messy and that's not healthy. So what do we think the balance is between not sharing anything with your community about your romantic relationship and then the other extreme of I'm going to tell everybody everything about my relationship because that's what I feel like I need to do. Like, what do you guys think the balance is and how do we find that balance within this context? Uh, May I take a shot at it, please? (laughs) Take a stab. (laughs) I uh, I mean, I just feel like God has given me such good experience in this topic, you know, brand spanking new. Tell us. And, um, you know, I am grateful and I've said this over and over in our, um, you know, in our videos and our podcasts. I'm grateful to have had such great accountability partners, right? Life coaches, counselors, people that I call friends. And, um, you know, Chaplain June Price being one of them. And I remember asking the question because I kept 
everything so secret for so long, right? Um, and you know, she she was so clear. She's like, you get to tell your narrative, your story, and your truth to whoever you feel like, which honestly is completely opposite than the opinions right and the advice from a lot of people um, especially being a pastor's wife right like that's taboo but when she said it she's like Lorraine you have to understand that if you if you were a messy person we wouldn't have been here we would have known we would have like the it wouldn't have been, we would have known, oh my goodness, I think Lorraine has gone crazy, but you have made decisions that have been healthy, methodical, like you aren't being messy. Now, I'm not speaking to the messy person out there, and I, and, and honestly, some people aren't just, me- they aren't messy, they're just, they just can't hold it, it's too painful, right, it's too painful, and so f- to them, I say, hey, there may be a lot of regrets that you feel, but I totally understand, completely understand, right? The, the, the point for me is because I had, I had to decide to speak up and share, I had to feel the freedom of, it's my story. Everyone around me, whoever behaves a certain way, whoever treats me a certain way, they are the ones that are writing their story. You write your story. You get to write how you interact with me. But once you treat me a certain way, once you interact with me, it's my story. And I get to share it. Now, I chose to share it with very close, with very close individuals. And I also decided that that when I got to a certain point that anyone who would ask me a question, it didn't matter who it was that I would absolutely answer any questions. It could be a 12-year-old, it could be a 19-year-old, it could be a 70-year-old. If you have a question for me, I'm going to answer it. And I remember one of my nephews asking me, you know, I just feel so sad. I never would have thought, you know, that you would have gotten divorced. And it broke my heart, but he deserves an answer. You know, he deserves an answer. That pure heart deserves an answer. And it may not be extensive, right? Because he's heaven. Like he, you, we have to definitely be intentional about how we respond based on people's capacity, right? But you, you can answer that because it's your story, right? And I'm not saying your story because people take that out, but it's the truth. It's your truth. And it's the narrative that you get to tell, especially if you have good character and if you're allowing God to guide you. Now, if you do tell a lot of people who aren't close to you and who will use it to spread rumors, then you have to accept that. And I did that too. I definitely spoke to people I thought were very close to me um, because I wanted to make sure that I could help comfort their hearts. And a few of them, I would say a few, a couple of them used the information because they were in the first wave of people who knew and they used it for their own benefit and their own emotional instability and their own, you know, spreading of the news. And that actually, I mean, at first it hurt, but you know, it's, it's okay. 
because it's their story now and they get to decide what they to do with it once i release it to that person they get to decide what to do with it and i think that that's the line you know you have to figure out if you're ready for whatever the other person gets to do with it and that's why you do it with close trusted friends because you know what they're going to do with it yeah that is first of all that's so empowering to hear that like you have the right to share what has happened to you like you have the right to share how people have treated you how people have interacted with you how people have wronged you i think that people are listening to this that's going to liberate so many people because so many of us are not taught that and and we had a, a podcast about dysfunctional loyalty similar concept but with families like we hold on to these things that have occurred and we feel like we need to be loyal at, at the expense of ourselves and I think it's the same concept here we feel like we need to be loyal to people in romantic relationships at the expense of ourselves and not feeling like we can express ourselves and feeling like we have a voice in the situation so hearing you say like it is my story to tell is so liberating and I think so many people need to hear that like that is beautiful love it mm, thank you I do and I do hope I mean I do hope that they get liberated you know, because freedom is beautiful. Freedom, freedom and liberation. And it gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's when you know that you're really free. And when you know you're really healed is because you're not constantly being tugged emotionally inside. You have peace. Mm-hmm. That is, um, that's gold, honestly. I sometimes, I think if I knew that, in like previous years like if Danny you know three five ten yesterday years like knew that (laughs) like if I knew that that it's my story to tell that would have saved me from a lot of time a lot of times holding on to things uh and not knowing how to process them uh, and what you said, Lorraine, actually reminded me of something my mom has told me basically my whole life. And one of the things she would say, one, she would say, you don't have to tell everything to everyone, but you have to be wise about who you tell about certain things. And so one of the things I have tried to do throughout my life with my mom's advice and mine is knowing who I can tell certain things to. So even among like my close friends, I know that there are some friends I don't share the same thing with that I share with other friends because I I know them and I know, you know, if I need to talk to someone about a relationship, this is the friend I go to to talk about that. Or if I need to talk to someone about uh a spiritual struggle, then this is the friend I go to talk to about that. And so it doesn't diminish the level of friendship just because I'm not telling all of my friends everything. But I think it does make me more discerning, not just about who I'm surrounding myself with, but also about what my friends need and, you know, what their strengths are. Because I do believe that we have friends with different strengths and different abilities and people in our community with different experiences and all kinds of wisdom about things. 
because they're meant to be there for that purpose. They're meant to be there to share that those things in each other, in one another's lives. And so uh, that's one of the things I do, and that's one of the things I think I've been able to do, um, especially with some previous relationships. I have been able to reach out to friends and share things um, in a way that I know they would be able to help me. You know, I have the friend that I call and cry with. I have the friend that I know is going to give me that practical advice so I can get out of the bed. I know I have the friend who is going to um, make some humor about something and will motivate me to keep going in a certain way. And so we all, I think we all have that in some capacity within our circles. And so at some point, you know, by dividing everything, you will have shared the full story with someone and you will have gotten wise counsel from all kinds of people but we just have to be really aware of who those people are their role in our lives and what their intentions are with any information that we share with them um I think that I know I can trust all of my friends with whatever I have to share with them and in any capacity um So yeah, I think not everyone needs to know everything, but you can choose wisely about who you share certain information with. That's good. That is, first of all, your mama's onto something, okay? Yeah, that's good. I think think one thing to also consider with sharing um, is the intention behind why you're sharing. Um, and I think like, cause I, I think there's a difference between like just saying something because you're angry in the moment and you just feel like, you know, telling somebody what's going on versus like, I need someone to act as a sounding board. You know, I need someone to let me know whether I'm wrong in this situation. Like I need another perspective, um, so I think that's that's one thing to consider in like choosing to share. Um, and I think also just like making sure that you're taking the healthy steps to try to resolve conflict with the person that you actually have conflict with and not just going on and sharing with other people when you haven't actually shared with that person that you can resolve the conflict with, you know, unless it's a situation where it would be, you know, unsafe for you to share with that person, you know, like if there's some sort of abuse going on or whatever, that's definitely not what I'm referring to. But like if there's a conflict that you're having and you you haven't tried to resolve it with that person um, and you don't intend to try to resolve it with that person, but you're sharing with someone else, then I think, you know, that that could be a violation of that relationship because it's unfair to feel a certain type of way towards someone and not take any sort of steps to try to resolve it with that person, um, you know, because that that can end up being unhealthy as well. And so I think just making sure that like in if it's a safe situation to be able to share with the person that you have conflict with and trying to resolve it there. And then, you know, like if you need to talk to a friend before to say, hey, like this is what happened and I'm trying to cycle through like what I should do to try to resolve this and whatnot. I think that's okay as long as you have the intention of like actually trying to resolve the conflict with that person, you know. Um, So I think that's that's a thing to consider when you're choosing to share as well. 
Yeah, I think that's huge, especially because sometimes we're not like you were saying, Joy, we're not really thinking through why we're sharing. It's just a heightened emotional, you know, experience. And it's just like, I just need to get it out. And sometimes we tell it to people that we maybe shouldn't or we don't circle back around and have the second conversation. So I think that that's definitely some wise advice for sure. Which Um, is what... Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that's why also like, you know, circles back to the original point of like making sure that you have those trusted people that you can go to because let's say if you are in a heightened emotion situation, but you call that friend that you know that you can trust and you're like, you know, and they're like, okay, I hear you, but also this is what you do next, you know? And I think I think it's okay to to share because you already know who that person is and you know that they're gonna, they're not the person who's like, just gonna hype you up no matter what situation you're in, but hopefully there's someone who would actually give you like the truth that you need to hear, regardless of if it's difficult to hear it. Definitely, we all need some friends that we can call with the da 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 I wish that they could see the hand motion that you did. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> But yeah, this is honestly a conversation that I think so many groups of people need to have. And I think that I'm glad that we're having it and I'm glad that we're allowing people in on our conversation because this is not talked about. I don't know if I've ever had conversations like this one prior to this year, probably. You know, like I I would have never sat down to think to have a conversation about dysfunctional boundaries within a relationship you know so those of you who are listening we we hope that you have conversations like this with your community that you have a group of friends that you share this podcast with and that you sit down and talk about these really taboo things that shouldn't be taboo you know they should be normal and they should be common sense So we also would like to let you know that we have more resources on our website at commonsenseconversations.us. You can head over there. There's links to our YouTube. There's links to our merchandise, our store, um, other resources that we've all used like books and other podcasts. So definitely want to check those out. We thank you all for listening and we will talk to you all next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and be sure to rate and review if you're tuned in on Apple Podcasts. Links to all of our social media and our website can be found in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time.